Happy New Year, everybody! What's happening here? That is a fantastic you, Dave. Welcome, welcome <laughs> to the vocal stream. The vocal stream. Oh man, <laughs> you, do, you do a good. Uh, what's his name? Yosek or something like that. Yeah. yeah oh, uh, what? What? I. I don't know. I actually like I paused the episode. <laughs> it was like, what the hell is that name? Yeah, I know. It, it was funny because he's known as the Baron, the Boron, Baron, the Baron or whatever. Baron. Yeah, yeah. That's like his other alias. And then, yeah, when I look, I, I when I finally heard his name, I typed it out. And then, of course, I looked at the credits, too. I'm like, how do you? Oh, it starts with a J. OK, yeah, duh. of course, it starts with a J. <laughs> I was like, I didn't spell it like that when I wrote in my notes. That's for oh, sure. Oh, man. This, oh. Is, this is an episode, man. This, this is an interesting, you know, it really is because. Uh, well, we'll talk about certain things, like certain vibes. And I was like, it was funny because it was it was that episode where I went, oh, yeah. I was like, okay, I was remembering it. I'm like, the cape and the cow, yes, I remember that. And then I remember, you know, the twist. The, the twist. twist. What Which a still twist. Is a sweet twist, by the way. It's a good it, twist. It's a good twist. It really yeah, is. Yeah, it's a good twist. Happy New Year there, Eric. Hey, Eric. Doing? Hey, we got Ryan. Ryan. Oh, you started writing your own oh, novel called Beyond the Plains. Cool. That's good. Cool. Yeah, that's nice. We got Mr. Fear Jason here. We got Tyler and we got Legend. Good to see you guys. Happy New Year, guys. Uh, how was your New Year, Scott? Um, I was watching Witcher season two. <laughs> <laughs> but it was good. But it was good. I mean, seriously, it was like, I think it was like on the 30th. I watched four episodes at, and yeah. then we started the fifth episode. And then I think it was New Year's Eve. We you know, watch the last half of Witcher season two. So that there was you like, go. I know I still got to watch it. I watched, I mean, I really enjoyed the first episode, but I just haven't had a chance to just sit down and just binge. Oh, the it rest blows, because, you blow through it, man. It, it yeah, it, oh, I'm sure. Oh, that first episode, I really enjoyed that. I was like, the, the production value and everything on that was like just everything got increase which of course it would because the first season was a hit so they're like let's pump some more money into this yeah into this actually and, I, and we did that after i watched the uh, alabama cincinnati game oh of course you gotta watch that <laughs> how did that end by the way uh god i can't remember it was it was it was, it <laughs> was very alabama lopsided <laughs> yeah <laughs> we, and we uh and before we get started i want to thank you scott because scott got me a gift and it's perfect little gift right here look at this he got me my very own popcorn holder that is in the shape of the ecto-1 so thank you sir the ecto-1 specifically from ghostbusters afterlife as you can oh, see yes. the dirt and everything like that yeah and the lights should work too the lights should work too i was like i, I remember i saw the little switch thing and i forgot to check it i forgot where the button is <laughs> i'm not even sure where the button is see see that's how bad i am with uh, I'm not even sure where the button. We'll figure it out later. Where is it at? I know there was a. I don't even know. But thank you. I haven't used it for popcorn yet. You gave me popcorn as well. I did send you popcorn. That, I, you I, did. I was... <laughs> you did do that. And I was going to do that last night, but it totally slipped my mind. And I was like, oh, shit. I could have had a nice little freaking snack out of thing. So The best definitely... part was when Dave sends me the picture of the diaper, the baby wipes box yeah. that I sent it in. <laughs> Yeah, I open up the the, the 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 package and it's like baby wipes. So of course, naturally, I had to uh, make the joke that I was like, "Hey, how did you know I needed baby wipes?" Yeah. And I said, "Because your ass is so sensitive." Exactly, it's very <laughs> sensitive. You know, you got to make sure you got <laughs> to make sure. I make sure you get all that there and everything. Oh, we're off to a great start. Like I said, 
you know, it's a new year, but it's the same show, same tangents, same conversations. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. So, and then we see some people in here. Hey, we got some more people in here. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> and we got Gator Girl in here too, of course. And then we got Mr. Laugh Now Cry Later. Yeah, good to see you guys. All right, so we got this episode. Uh, I want to start off with a piece of trivia. Okay. Uh, Bay adapted from a comic book issue. Is it? Okay. Detective Comics number 450 from nice. uh, cover date of August 1975, written by Elliot S. Magan, who wrote the teleplay for this episode. Oh, so the really? episode is written by the same person who wrote the comic book story it's based on. That's good. I like that. And because uh, I mean, this is obviously I mean, this uh, we got Wormwood right here and uh, he's not exactly I mean, we got some people in here that are not exactly people that, you know, authentic Batman type villain type people. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. the original story different. was called the Cape and Cowl Death Trap. Death Trap, which does make sense because that's what the Wormwood specializes in. I love how uh, there's like a there's like a spot in here where. <laughs> There's some good, there's like a nice little exposition from Gordon. Like when, oh, yes. when, when Batman's like, maybe it's Wormwood. And, and Gordon's like, you mean the guy that does this, 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 this? <laughs> it's like, okay, we just got a total backstory of Wormwood. I mean, good job with that. Good job with that. Just right Oh there. my God. That first, that first, when we get to it, that first scene yeah. with, with Batman and Gordon, so much exposition in that scene. So much so exposition. Much I even put that. I put exposition dump. But uh, you know what? I mean, but. What's interesting about this character, I mean, you get some Riddler vibes. You get some Nigma vibes you big do. time. And, and I like it how he's got that nickname of the interrogator, how he uses these death traps. Like the riddles are just what lures his victims to whatever yeah. the death trap is. And then it's just give me what I want or I, you know. I let you. you die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of uh, like, like a little, well, I wouldn't say jigsaw, but no, nah, I mean, but what I, what I thought about too, is like the fact that when these people get these notes, they got, you know, the, the letters are all clipped out from like magazines or newspapers. It's the serial killer or ransom notes. Like, yeah. Of, but yeah. I mean, uh, but, but it gave me Batman forever vibes. Oh, you're here. right. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So I'm kind of wondering, I mean, Hmm. And it was, uh, you know, just going down that whoever, uh, wrote batman forever maybe kind of thought about this episode this, i mean this goldsman? is not a bet huh wasn't that akiva goldsman yeah, he's a producer he's a producer okay i, thought, I think he write it too i think you, yeah, he you, know what? you know what now you're gonna make me look that up yes because... i'm gonna make you look it up because now we gotta know i know he's producing it and i know like he's been talking about the possibility of that schumacher cut which we all want to see and we want to see what it originally was supposed to be. but i know i know he was the full-on producer, but uh, let's see. Right, yep, yeah. screenplay by Akiva Goldman okay. for the so win. Yeah, yep, there we go. There it is. I know. I'm wondering if, like, uh, you you would think, like, just pull it out of the vault, put it together, polish it up. Wouldn't take much. Get it out there. But you know, it's Warner Brothers. So that you know, we don't need to talk about them <laughs> right now <laughs> because we've been telling uh, the timeline's been a mess. And I saw a Gator Girl. You made a little comment about <laughs> the timeline's been boring. Not lately, sadly. But anyways, I was getting Riddler vibes, of course, because it opens up, and I love it how it opens up. And you know, it's the amusement park at, at night. It's got that ambiance of you know somebody showing up. Oh, it's not just and, an amusement park; it's a putt putt course. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah. There's like, yeah, it's like a little miniature golf course. Yeah. Because uh, this one dude that shows up, I forgot what his name was, but he basically gets stuck in some uh, quicksand to basically, I mean, like I said, this is what Wormwood does. He basically just lures these people in here. Like I said, Oh, you mean like trap. a sand trap? Rim shot. Need that kind of drop right there. Good job. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And, and I love the fact that like one of the last things he says, he's all, He's all tell me what I, what I want to hear. I hate it when people talk with a mouthful. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's yeah. he's snarky. He's snarky. He, uh, the thing about Wormwood is that he's got like that. He's got that cultured villain kind yeah. of ambiance going with him. He really does. Because he sounds so snooty. Which, by the way, uh, the actor who's the voice of Wormwood, I had to look this up. His yeah. name is Bud Court. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not familiar with him, but mm-hmm. two big credits that came up on his IMDb is that he was Harold in Harold and Maud. Oh, nice. And then he was Bill Ubel in the Life Aquatic. I don't think I saw Life Aquatic. I haven't like, seen Life Aquatic, so I thought you—I I thought that was a movie you would have seen, Dave. You, no, no, I know, Mister Film Junkie. I know sometimes I fail when it comes to what I've seen, but it's—it's it's on a list probably somewhere or something. Isn't like that, that Wes Anderson? Yeah, it is. Okay. It's got Bill Murray and uh, Owen Wilson, I think. Yeah, if, if I'm thinking of the right one, I don't know. Anyways, there's another tangent. Um, so yeah, and then of course we get to Gordon's office. Like you said, it's a big, it's <laughs> a huge exposition dump. <laughs> I also love it. This also begins the th- Batman is sassy in this yeah. episode to Gordon. It really remember, is, and I can't remember which episode it was where we where there was another episode earlier on. Where we were like. Batman's a little bit of a dick right now. I know. I forgot which episode too, but yeah, he really kind of gives it to Gordon a little bit with these riddles. Like he's just like, "What you don't know?" know. (laughs) And and then like when when Gordon's explaining the entire story behind the bear bonds and the relief fund, he's like, "For starving refugees in Central Asia and Central Europe." Yes, I know. And it's like, "Whoa, okay, Batman." (laughs) He's on a good one in this episode. He definitely is. And I guess uh, Bud Court all is a big actor from MASH. Oh, yes. He, he was, was in the Mash. original film. He played a oh, the he played film a, in the film okay. version of MASH. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So he wasn't on the TV show. But, uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because, yeah, we get, we get like, all this exposition. And then, of course, um, yeah, yeah, he is pretty damn sassy when it comes to this. And then, I mean, Batman, Batman really is on a good one in this because – when he's talking about the uh, uh, what is it, Yosek, whatever the hell's, hell's name is, I just is. called the Baron. It's so much easier Baron, to say. The yeah, Baron, I mean. yeah, the Baron. He he, you know, they bring him up too. He pulls out the file and says, you know, because they uh, Wormwood and him have worked together, and instead of doing like just a Batman thing where maybe like when he's walking somewhere and he just like gets it, there's a banquet happening and Batman just swoops in and just grabs the dude. Oh, yeah. Pup. <laughs> And then, like, drags his face along the plates of food. So much yeah. so that the music is like this, like, do 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 And then, and like, they animated the crowd laughing at the bear. Oh, yeah. It's like, this is, this is a little weird. Yeah, I'm like, Batman usually kind of does a little more subtle. This is just like, screw it. I want to get to the bottom of this right away. I know where he's at right now. I don't care that people are, uh, are here. I'm just going to grab this dude. And then, of course, he, I mean... 
And then he goes, hopefully you're not afraid of heights or something like he says. Something yeah, like exactly. That. And then, then, of course, yeah. you know, classic, then shoots the grappling hook up. And... Yes. and then he's hanging the dude from his suspenders on a and billboard. And he's a big dude. And he's a, and he's big, a big dude. He's a big dude. And I'm I'm concerned about those suspenders. I'm not going yes. to lie. Which is funny because if you know that John Rhys-Davies is the voice of the Baron, there's a little bit of a, of a similarity between John Rhys-Davies' look in real life. And oh, the way okay. That, and the way the Baron is designed. I mean, mm-hmm. of course, people would know him. He was Sala in the Indiana Jones movies. Uh-huh. You know, you're not a big fantasy guy, but of course, Gimli from the Lord of the Rings trilogy. He was a dwarf. But I'm going to be honest. I'm tr- I think my first time seeing it was like in 93. He played Michael Malone in the Untouchables TV show. Oh, in the TV show. Wow. Yeah, there's a syndicated TV mm-hmm. show that ran for like two seasons. Nice. Uh, that I used to watch. And of course, uh, also Sliders. He was the professor. Oh, he was in Sliders. That's a, that's a show that I, I I don't know why I didn't get into. And I always felt like I should have. Oh, I didn't get into Dave, it, yeah. it would oh, I know. totally be your thing. Dude, 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 you, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, I don't know if uh, you get this channel, but on YouTube TV, there's a channel called Comet TV. And yes. it shows, yes. I've been like on a quantum leap kick, man. They've been showing like every weekday when I'm like editing, like cutting up the show, I have quantum leap on. And then right after that is X-Files. But they, of course, have like old hour limits, all that stuff. And sliders is also part of their stuff, too. But it's just not when I'm watching it. So I need to like visit. I need to visit that show because, yeah, that's right up my alley. Oh, really man, is. that was that was that Friday night. Uh-huh. Fox sci-fi, you know, one, one of those shows. Cause it even got canceled at Fox on a cliffhanger. Like Fox always did back in the nineties. <laughs> and then sci-fi saved it for like the last two seasons. Like they did two to more finish it off to yeah. finish it off. Yeah. That's good. It's always good when that happens, but yeah, I'm loving that channel. Um, and I'm like kind of wondering like, why hasn't there not been a revival of a quantum leap type story? It's such a great kind of concept. It really is. Although there's been some episodes that I've watched that couldn't do now. Could oh, no, not no. do now. Oh, no. no. Could not yeah. do now. No, I was no, like, no. oh, whoa. I mean, some pretty episodes, like episodes were like, oh, yeah, I don't know if uh, this would not work. But uh, but there were great episodes, though, too. That's the thing. But anyways, there's our quantum leap tangent. Uh, but yeah, he's hanging him by his suspenders. And then I love the fact that he tells him, he's all, for your health, I suggest you uh, taking a long vacation from Gotham, which and- kind of sets something up. I know, and this is where it's really hard, you know, since we go chronologically through the episode, mm-hmm. but that really does help set up the twist yep. at the end, because the next time we see Wormwood, he's come to the Baron's penthouse, mm-hmm. and the Baron is acting like he wants revenge, basically, for being insulted by Batman. the Batman. Yeah. Of course, yeah. I think it's hilarious that he throws him basically like a 24 by 36 poster <laughs> of Batman. I'm like, dude, that merchandise. Never, I, I'm just like, well, yes, so we've talked about like this weird thing in the animated series that there is like Batman merchandise. Yes, there is something there. Like people can purchase things. And I guess he just somebody made a poster of it. But what, what was interesting about this scene though is uh and then you know especially knowing the twist is the fact that you know obviously these two have worked together before and when they're talking you can almost see that wormwood is going why is this guy like putting his hand out to shake my hand yes and on my shoulder like he's like 
what are you doing? Like, why are you acting different than usual? That's what I kind of was like. I even rewound it. I'm like, just this scene, because I'm like, knowing the twist, because I totally forgot about the twist until he showed up. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's how this episode ends. Duh. And then I was just watching the scene play out. And yeah, you, Wormwood is like kind of confused, like, like the way that, that he's acting. I know it, it's great. <laughs> and then, of course, I love it sets up this recurring theme throughout the episode, which is Wormwood asking the Baron, like, why? Why? Why, why do, you do you want, want the, bat, the cow in the cave? Why? Why? And then I always love it how the Baron's response is, well, tell me about the, the bear bonds. bonds yeah the bear bonds like what where are those gonna be at you know you tell me a secret i'll tell you my secret you know and of course we you know he doesn't do that they don't do it and you know yeah it's a it's a good little setup like i actually like this scene and how they crafted the scene where it sets it up even more for that twist at, at the end i thought that was pretty cool but uh yeah so I get all that, and then, um, yeah, I even wrote that. Wormwood is noticeably uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, is it just, yeah, there's something, something weird going something on. Something was off. And yeah, he just something didn't was know, off. He, he just didn't know what it was. And I, I love the fact that even animation-wise, they yeah. set that up. Mm -hmm. It's like the clues <laughs> are there to let you know yeah. what the twist is going to be. And then, uh, then we get the first little riddle from, uh, of course, when Gordon has, you know, on top of uh, the precinct with the bat signal. And uh, yeah. which, by the way, <laughs> new toy introduction of the bat signal. That's the first the time we have seen it, huh? Yeah. Wow. Because Batman so even says new toy. That's right. I totally didn't even catch that. Jeez. Um, there you go. And and I love that because I was. We, I think we were kind of talking about like when does the uh, the signal make its first appearance? Well, so. we, we've been talking about since we're watching these chronologically yeah. by production orders. Like when are these weird firsts that you don't mm -hmm. realize that they're firsts until you watch them like we are? And yeah. Exactly. First time the bat signal shows up. First time the bat signal. There you go. And then of course, yeah, he gets a riddle. And yeah, this is where he throws a little shade, like, you know, it's like, you know, he basically says, Don't you? Like, like obviously Gordon's like, what the hell does that mean? And you know, Batman's like, Don't you know what it is? Or uh, he says something like that. But yeah, a little shade, yeah, a little sassiness from bats. I like it. I like the sassy bat. I don't know. I, I think at one point it's it's obvious, isn't it? <laughs> is that what he says obvious well, yeah no, one time he says something like it's obvious isn't it the, uh, okay. and, then, and then another time uh you know it, it's the one for the wax museum they go that yeah. gordy goes do you know what it means and and he just goes don't you <laughs> yeah, I think that's what i have yeah, that's what it was but the first one is leading him to a place like called train town which is a bunch you know i mean i guess is, is this like it's not a is it a train station or is it a place where just old train i was kind of like wondering about oh well it's like i being a father i'm very aware of these like <laughs> basically you know you take these old like um, yeah um what decommissioned train yards and they become like train museums okay that you that's take what your, i had a feeling it was yeah. that you take your kids it's, it's like going to see the chattanooga choo-choo or you know great smoky mountain railroad it's like this is where trains used to work but now that we don't use trains as much Instead of getting rid of the trains, you know, they just charge you admission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. You might, yeah, that's right. Capitalism, baby. That's what it's all about. 
But uh, yeah, he uh, Batman shows up and he, you know, walking through and then he gets trapped in a, in a train car. And I love the fact that when the there's like when everything's like locking him in and he uses a battering to like wedge it down. in right yeah, there, wedge, like one one particular one. And then there's a there's a the damsel in distress tied up on the tracks and she's screaming and blah, blah, blah. And that's the whole ultimatum. Like, you know, that Wormwood is like, hey, give me your cape and cow and I'll make sure that she's fine. Um, but then, of course, Batman challenges him gets through the the window and then it's a hologram so he also has holograms i know it's yeah. like yeah. <laughs> it goes back to the fact of what era are we in what's the what is and is not technology in this weird <laughs> gotham world to the animated series I know. it's like there's holograms too and apparently you know, and the hmm. funny thing is the idea of a woman tied to the tracks i think mm -hmm. is actually part of the riddle is it okay? Because I'm trying to remember what the riddle was. I didn't write it down or anything, but I just remember something like in children come to toot is that is the one point. So that lets yeah. you know, give you a hint. But I feel like if I remember the riddle correctly, there's a, the first part before it gets to the children toot their toot their horns or something is oh my God. Yeah. is something about I feel like about you know the the classic you know woman tied on the tracks deal. So yeah. 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 Um, well, yeah, I, I was actually going to, I was thinking about writing like what the, what the riddle said, just got to kind of decipher it ourselves, but I'm like, eh, they already do it in the freaking show. We don't need to do that. But so then of course, um, uh, obviously Wormwood wasn't successful and he, I forgot how he got away. How did he get away? He got away, right? Oh, obviously he just drove he off. Away. He just drove off. Right. And you see Batman just walking him, uh, watching him go away. And then of course, um, he, gets into a phone booth which again you know you have holograms you have phone booths <laughs> your just, televisions are black and white you yeah know, it's all over the place that's what i love about it though i do like that aspect because you know we've talked about it how many times like when does this take place but uh you know he's and it's funny because wormwood right here is even kind of he's kind of up like he he's He's frustrated, but he's like a little, I don't know, just the way that he's talking to him and saying that, you know, he got, he, he didn't get it quite yet. And it was almost like he was a little, I don't know, amped up the fact that he didn't, he wasn't successful this first time. But well, of course, you he get had, the idea that one more doesn't have to go through multiple traps. Like he, yeah. he's usually like a one and done kind of guy. Yeah. And so now it's like, it's a little crap. frustrated. Yeah. yeah it like, was a little it. frustrated. Yeah. He's a little frustrated, but he goes, oh, but I'll get him this time. Like he was just like, he knows 100% that he's going to get Batman this time. And then I love the fact that um, when we get the, the next riddle, it's like written on like a billboard. Isn't it like written on a billboard right outside the precinct? Right like, outside the precinct. Like, like Gordon's literally looking out his window <laughs> and reading the riddle. It's I mean, did, did nobody, I mean, I guess maybe he did it really late at night. <laughs> Or something and just kind of put it's it out Gotham there. Gotham City. I mean, seriously. Seriously, I know the freaking city never sleeps, of course. So I don't know. But it made for a little cool little, you know, shot of the fact that Batman's on the ledge and Gordon, of course, is reading it. And then they're uh, you know, and then Batman busts his balls again about not yeah. knowing the answer. It's just so it's still a cool scene. I'll those those famous people standing yeah. together. There's a wax museum. What else would it be? Here's something, yeah, like, something like that, right? Oh, wait, which, which, by oh. the way, by the way, because we know the twist. Come on, Batman. That you didn't even have to figure that one out. I mean, <laughs> Not seriously. At Not at all. You knew it was coming. Um, 
And then, of course, yes, it is the Wax Museum, and he shows up. Uh, he shows up there, and then um, the trap now is the fact that he's got this what this twenty thousand watt halogen bulb that's just basically, well, it melts wax, of course, and eventually it will melt, melt you. you. Yeah. Oh, this is this this scene is legitimately creepy. Like the, the yeah. all the wax melting. It's and even though with the music, it does have a creepy like. It kind of does that. Shirley Walker, of course beautiful with her scores but yeah it's it gets a little creepy with that and then and it's got you know, that, that it, it makes that that wet yeah. noise like we talked about with clayface it's yeah, like a little just, bit that yeah they do good with the uh they do go with the sound effects although there's one sound effect that happens later i went well that was interesting but anyway oh we'll i can't wait to hear what this one yeah is. yeah it, it, it was just something i noticed i was like that sounded okay it sounded more like something else but anyways um no, but yeah, this is, you know, this is a, it, it's funny too because Batman, I love the fact that he throws like his utility belt <laughs> after and it just wrestling around. Yeah, after wrestling around trying to like, you know, get out of this place. And now he's got wax on him and then he throws his utility belt at it. And I love how Wormwood is just kind of just like going, oh, maybe that will work. Or, you know, he's kind of just like egging him on, like, ooh, Batman, is that going to, you know, and just kind of being a dick, of course. The of way course. That yes. Yeah. And of course, it doesn't work. It just bounces right off. But, but then of course, you know, it's just funny how the wax figures fully melt away, and essentially, just you see like the the skeleton of it, and it's straight out of spear. It's just a spear. It's just a spear. <laughs> like, it's a javelin. Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, dun, 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 dun. It's like, yeah, and then he throws it right there. But backup plan. There's some nerve gas that's uh, going to start pouring through there. Toxic. He says toxic nerve gas that's coming through. And, Isn't uh, all nerve gas toxic? Yeah. But they had to, I think they had to, I think they had to mention that just to add a little bit more to it. I don't know. Yeah. Cause yeah, there's nothing, no such thing as non toxic nerve gas. Yeah. I don't think so. And of course, Batman's already thrown his utility belt. So he can't grab the gas mask that he always has on him. <laughs> Right. So, see, they were thinking when they were making this uh, episode, they were like, okay, how do we get it where eventually Batman does have to give the cow? And uh, this is the scene that we'll watch right here because, you know, it was kind of cool because the first time watching, you're going, okay, so how does he, you know, how is he going to keep his identity? And, you know, but it's Batman. He had a backup plan. But also, when you see, you know, when it's the twist, you kind of go, well, he needed of course to he lose. Had that. He, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like he, he was already like prepared to eventually give it away here, but it's still a kind of a cool scene, kind of a cool reveal, uh, or when he actually does it right here. So here we go. <sighs> oh, there's some other grunts we're gonna talk about later, by the way. Right. Oh, yeah, there's <laughs> I even wrote it down too. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, the grunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ang I called it um, angry growls were hilarious, Actually, no. right? I and I love the fact that in this mask, you know, of course, shit. naturally you could see his pupils because <laughs> it's the daredevil mask, Except right? I know that's, that's exactly what I thought, too. The a second mask, not as confident as we've seen, then are we? He's so keep your silly identity, these are all I require. Yeah, and then it's like, all right, there's my utility belt. I got you this time. It's just kind of funny because knowing the twist, you kind of go, well, did you really think you were going to get him right here? Yeah. Like, what? That was a choice, Conroy. That yeah, was a choice. that was. 
I, you, you kind of want to see the behind the scenes of that one where they were just like, yeah, just give some grunts right here. And he just went, <laughs> but it's, but, but at the same time, you're like, you, you already know that you're, you're going to probably see him later and you're going to reveal that you, of course, were. <laughs> it's kind of like the same people who want to Chris as the Dark Knight Rises when Bale does that. I, I love the scene when yeah. Catwoman disappears. He's like, that's, so what, that's what that feels like. <laughs> and everyone's like, dude, why are you doing the voice? It's yeah, like... <laughs> I know. I've, I've even said that, too. There's like even times where everybody around you knows you're Batman. So just just talk normal, you know, relax your vocal cords a little bit, a little bit. But, I, you know, but the psyche of Batman, I mean, we've talked about that even with this is like, you know, when he's. When he's in the cave, when he's in the costume, it's he's you know he brings it down. He's yeah, not Bruce he, Wayne. He goes, he goes down. Yeah, here. because that's just that's his other you know that's his other that's his alter ego. That's that he's totally just sinks into that character. So yeah, I mean I, I think it's funny too. I think it's mainly because the people when people talk about that in Dark Knight Rises, it's just because Bale's voice can get a little you know over the top slightly. Where's the trigger? Yeah, but we're lucky bats. Yeah, yeah, especially that scene. He must have friends. I'm like, whoa. I just kind of went, just back it up a little bit. In Batman <laughs> Begins, Bale, in Batman Begins, your voice was good. But man, yeah. Dark Knight, it got a little whoo at times. And, uh, you know, maybe it was just partly the mask that was like pulling his lip up. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> there we go. Uh, I, I am kind of wondering, though, you know, still, I mean, we're still in the Batman talk, but when it comes to, Robert Pattinson and his bat voice. I mean, he kind of brings it down a little bit too. He doesn't go growly, you know, right. but he brings it down. But then I'm kind of wondering, well, what's his Bruce kind of sound like? Because that last trailer that just came out, the bat and the cat, I'm sure you watched it. Did yeah, you watch of course. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, I mean, you kind of get a little bit Bruce Wayne esque and it almost is like, hey, is he still just not talking? I don't know. There's something very interesting that when it, when it comes to this version of Batman, uh, Pattinson's Batman, uh, that I'm really digging, I think. I like in what Matt Reeves is like going, hey, this is a Bruce Wayne that doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne yet. He knows yes. how to be Batman. He knows how to be Batman 100%. He's obsessed by being Batman, it's looking like, but he doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne. That's when you had that mayor uh, lady saying like, hey, you know, you're Bruce Wayne. Why aren't you doing anything? <laughs> and he's just looking at her like, why are you talking to me? Exactly. So that's what I'm kind of digging, like, uh, you know, when it comes to the Batman is the fact that Matt Reeves is going, yeah, he doesn't know how to, he knows how to be Batman, doesn't know how to be Bruce Wayne yet. And I'm like, that's different. I like it. Yes. Yep. I'm good exactly. But when it comes to this, we didn't get a Bruce Wayne in this episode. That's no, funny. we didn't. No, yeah, we, 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 got, we got angry growls. We got angry growls. <laughs> so obviously we have Wormwood shows up uh, at the Baron's um, penthouse or whatever. And, you know, Shows say, hey, I got it. And then the, the reveal finally happens where, you know, why did you want this? And it's like, I love it how it's like that. You know, he turns the chair and then it does with the music. And then he just like, you know, you see. He emerges from yes. the chair. <laughs> I want to wear it. it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just kind of going, all right, cool. But how short was the Baron? How was he able to pull that off? <laughs> but hey, you know, semantics. <laughs> We don't need to know. I, 
I still love the fact that the voice changes from John yeah. Reese Davies to Kevin Conroy. And yeah. It's cool. And then he throws like the, the mask down. Like that's all it was. It was just a mask. It was mission impossible. Yeah. yeah, That's what I was saying. It was like a yeah. very mission impossible esque, I guess you could say. Um, so then of course, uh, it doesn't end right there, but, uh, you know, we have a little bit of a fight that, that ends up in like a, I don't know, like a little gym, you know? Yeah. That, and, yeah. And this has always been the part where the episode kind of loses my interest. It's like, once the cape and cowl part is done, it's kind of like, uh, okay. Okay. do we really need more? And I was thinking that too. And I was thinking like, when I thought about which scene that we would, which clip would we watch? I'm like, should I have the clip where they're fighting with the uh, big, huge barbells? Oh my goodness. I wrote that down. I was like fighting <laughs> with dumbbells. Those suckers are heavy. Well, I mean, first off the, the noise that I was kind of like, well, that's weird. He like takes the pin out to use the cable. And it literally sounded like a like a gun, like being cocked. They were like, like then I went, that, that's not what that, that, what that sound sounds like. like. Yeah, it went, and I'm like, oh wow, that was an interesting sound effect they put right there because he uses that cable first to knock like the a, like uh, a whip. <laughs> yeah, so he used a whip to because he's got the key because obviously that's you know he well Wormwood revealed that yeah I'm gonna meet up with this guy so and so it's in this it's in this locker right here where these bonds are and everything like that which is the you know with the whole reason why Batman dressed up but yeah and then they just have this whole little fight off thing in a gym and it's just kind of like eh those 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 barbells are freaking heavy man I guess Wormwood's pretty strong <laughs> for a skinny little dude yeah My my favorite part, though, is that when he swims with the bomb in the swimming pool to grip the key, and he comes up, and the Batman just grabs him by the head. Yeah. The look on his face was just like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I totally, I totally wrote that too. It was like how he just grabs him by the head, and he just just got this look on his face, like, ah, here, you know. Like, he's just like, I can't, I can't get away from you. You literally are pulling me up by my head. So I know it was just. <laughs> It's just kind of funny. Like, okay, it was like, first off, you guys were battling out with barbells, and then all of a sudden, you're just manhandling the shit out of this dude now. But hey, you know, it's whatever. And then, of course, uh, um, we get him, we see him getting arrested. And then, and this is where Batman reveals that uh, Yosek or the Baron is vacationing in Europe, obviously, yeah, which obviously. goes back to him talking about, you know, taking an extended vacation, which was great because you're like, Oh, yeah, he's been gone this entire time, but Batman used the idea of him. Like, the way they structured the episode when Magan wrote it was he structured it to make it sound like this felt like it was a revenge plot from the Baron. Like, yeah. I, you embarrassed me. And I and I think that's that's cool when you it's go good. back and you realize how it's structured. So this episode has got some rewatch value to it. It's got some rewatch value. It's not terrible. It just has some moments where you're like, eh, okay. Yeah, and the then animation course- is not. Not top the notch. Best. No, it's Man, not top no notch. Spectrum. No spectrum. Um, and then of course we get the the very end where uh, Wormwood's in jail and uh, Gordon's kind of like, oh, you got a gift here, and and I, you know it's a cool little send off because you know the gift is from Batman saying like, hey, this is. I guess he gives him like a little riddle himself talking about, yeah, about keeping he, warm at night. Yeah, and, and it's the cape and cowl, and he's just like ah. And of course, and then I love how it reveals when the letter like unfolds and it goes and it reveals the bat symbol and it's like, it's not, a, it's, it's a good episode because I you know, it's not nothing from the rogues gallery. It's these sort of characters that it's just, and it's a character that, that Batman knew and he knew pretty much how to trap him and just, you know, and like I said, when it, when, when the reveal happens, 
it's a good it's a good reveal but i think yeah the fight in the gym okay it's whatever it just but, feels it just feels like it goes on it's like i think I they was, just felt like they needed something else you know because it yeah. is a kid show it is a kid show so why not have we have got to have an end fight scene you can't just have this crazy reveal and then not have a fight scene i don't know but i i kind of I, I i can understand why they yes. put it there but it's just when you're watching it as an adult you're like eh, i didn't need it i didn't need it you know i'm gonna but. be honest as a kid didn't need it <laughs> really it just feels like it's over and done with and and i'm gonna be honest with you this episode and the strange secret of bruce wayne mm. for some reason these those two episodes always get kind of like like I know I never get them confused, but they're always just so similar, and and I don't, but then they're not. But for, <laughs> but I, I'm trying so to remember like, that episode too. Like uh, that's the one I know I, strange. Yeah, they, okay, yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. So uh, I mean, I I, I I can I can understand. I mean, sometimes yeah, there's episodes that kind of maybe remind you of different. I mean, that's gonna happen where like there's certain episodes that kind of feel, I guess, the same. So. Yeah, it's yeah. it's weird. I don't know why because they're yeah. they're really not the same. But for some reason, in my head, like my childhood memory, it's like those two episodes yeah. are like kind of intertwined with each other. They're intertwined for some yeah. reason. I don't yeah. know why. Yeah. It happens. It happens. But yeah, like I said, not a bad episode. Um, but you know, it's decent. It's good. I mean, it's got Riddler vibes to it that I thought. And it's funny too. I think maybe I think as a kid, I thought at first that it was the Riddler because even like the way that they drew him. He does look a little he does look like Edward. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he does. That's why I was like, "Oh yeah, this episode." Yeah, and then I was like, "Yeah, I, was, I think as a kid, I actually at first thought it was Riddler, but then realized obviously it wasn't because he never gets into a costume or anything like that." But yeah, he's got like a you know a, a, a little a little. It's got a yeah. They they were. I, I'm kind of wondering like when they decided to draw him. Like, did they want it to make it seem like that? That's what I was curious about with the whole thing too is like that the fact that he, they kind of drew him similar to edward i don't know yeah because Ned yeah. enigma's character design not too far off from this guy yeah so i'm wondering like uh you know a backstory on that whole thing but yeah but there you go guys there's the cape and the cow conspiracy anything else to add scott not really like i said it's a decent episode it's not it's bad. not it's not it's we're not talking i got batman in my basement but we're also not talking for me personally you know we're not talking like heart of ice or clayface yeah. part two or you know or you know, the episode that so we're gonna next be story this <laughs> <laughs> exactly i got curious bombs robin's reckoning Part one. Oh, oh yeah. No, this this is a top oh. five. Top oh, five. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, oh my god. Man. What a yeah. freaking Emmy. <laughs> I mean, they want, yeah, of course. It, I mean, geez. Just to get this backstory and the way that they that it plays out, this is this is gonna be a total like these next two uh episodes of Batman the Phantomated, because we'll do part one and then uh the following weekend we'll do part two. I mean, this uh, I can't wait. I, I can't wait to just even like dive into this. We'll probably have notes like crazy and just kind of oh man. Oh my it, god, no, there is so much, especially part one. This is definitely another yeah. one of the cases where one part is shorter yeah. than the other. Yeah. And I've always felt that way ever since I was a kid because part one's got spectrum animation. Uh, the story is tighter. Mm -hmm. uh, the back and forth between past and present is really cool. And I'm going to be honest, this was the episode that taught me Robin's backstory. 
Yeah, I think I, I think I would probably agree with you because it's like, yeah, you, you knew who Robin was, but did you really dive deep when we were kids like into like any of that? No, you watched the 66 Batman. You knew that there was a Robin. And, and that's then, all yeah, you got but, was Burt Ward. And like much. You, you don't get you don't know why he's, you know, Robin. Yeah. Robin. You don't know why he's Bruce Wayne's ward. Yeah. And I really feel like Robin's reckoning was like, oh, this is his story. Yeah. Oh man, I can't wait. It's going to be great. So we'll do that. And, uh, it will, it'll probably most likely be Sunday because I do have something happening next Saturday. So, you know, we'll, we'll talk about if you, if you could do next we'll, Sunday, we'll, we'll yeah. talk. Yeah, we'll talk as we do, as we do, because yeah, I got a birthday party. That's uh, going to be happening. Dude, everyone, you know, oh, has dude. birthdays I mean, right now. It's just happening. Like it's all like happening in the span of everything right now. And I was like, Oh yeah, I got that next week. So we're probably going to have to either push it to Sunday or I think we'll probably do Sunday. Maybe we should just change it to Sunday. I know. Do you feel? I mean, it's so we might weird. have to. Sometimes Saturdays can be a little rough, you know. But I don't know. We'll talk, and uh, we'll let you guys know for sure. Go ahead, Scott. Send us off. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at scottdc27. You can find my podcast, the DC Squawkcast, where a podcast can be found. Our latest episode was Tim and me breaking down the Bat and the Cat trailer for the Batman. Uh, of course, we're on Vero, Facebook, YouTube, and the entire Necro Shows at squadcastmedia.com. I do want to do a special plug that if you join our Patreon over at patreon.com slash squadcastmedia with $5 a month, get you access to exclusive RSS feed. We just dropped our first in a special series of Patreon Squadcast Movies episodes where Tim and I discuss the 1979 Ridley Scott classic Alien. Nice. That'd be a good one right there. And uh, yeah, guys, make sure you smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Subscribe to the channel. Join if you want to become a member. And then, of course, you got the Patreon right there if you want to support the channel like that. And uh, the merchandise down below, which you can get yourself a Batman the Fanimated stream shirt if you want, you know, if you want us, you know, on your chest, which I always say, and it always just sounds awkward, but it's true. It's anyway, true. So, yes, we will see you next week. And uh, Robin's Wet Reckoning. We'll see you then. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. <laughs>